0: A weekend of victories all over the place for IU Athletics on the court, with the men's and women's teams picking up wins on Sunday. Away from the playing surface, I should say, IU football is landing all kinds of recruits, all kinds of transfers. We're going to touch on everything in a packed episode today. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. What is up, guys? It is Monday, December 13th. This is Locked on Hoosiers, your daily source for IU news, analysis, reactions, and a podcast of winning, as I said, uh, for this past weekend. Ton to touch on. First, I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every day. Remember, Locked On Hoosiers is free and available wherever you guys listen to podcasts, uh, including YouTube at Locked On Hoosiers. I'm your host, uh, Jacob Rood. Forgot to throw that in there. Today's episode is brought to you by Sonos. Sonos is the official sponsor of ESPN College Football. Go to Sonos.com to learn more. As always, guys, as I mentioned... You can subscribe wherever you guys are listening to us right now. Also follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Hoosiers and on Instagram at Locked on Hoosiers. Let's jump into this. Let's start with the men's basketball team. Picking up an 81 to 49 victory uh, on Sunday afternoon. It was an early game. IU came out of the gate uh, looking like it was a early game. Mixture of things. I do think the noon start paired with coming off that loss, paired with um, just this being the last game before finals. And honestly, Merrimack throwing in some shots that low percentage will say all all kind of added up to IU only leading 36-30 at halftime. They woke up at, at halftime and absolutely dominated the second half, 45-19. to That was as comfortable as you like. Uh, Merrimack hit a season best 11 three-pointers. Previous high coming into the game was nine. Uh, Somewhat expected of a slow start with the noon start time. Just not a typical routine for these kids uh, to be up and playing basketball at noon. So uh, not surprising it was a slow start. And it really wasn't surprised how it played out, even through that first half with the way the way Merrimack was scoring was not sustainable in the long run. And the second half proved that as the Hoosiers just dominated. Uh, Merrimack played a zone a fair amount, especially that second half, and that was a much better showing by IU against a zone. Obviously, a Merrimack zone is a little bit different than a Syracuse zone, but the same principles are there. IU handled it a lot better. Guards were getting some penetration, throwing lobs up to uh, the bigs, whether it was Trace, Race, uh, whoever it was in there, IU was getting lobs to them. They only took nine three-pointers in the second half, despite facing a zone, uh, a lot of focus on getting to the rim. They were 15-28 of overall uh, from the field in the second half, so 12-19 of 19 on two-pointers ton of those were at the rim. They were at the rim because good golly, did IU dominate the offensive glass. This is not a typo. You're going to hear what I'm about to say, right? 54 to 16 rebounding edge, total rebounds over the whole game. Uh, Merrimack did not have any sort of height on its roster. They are transitioning into a division one program. There's some Bumps along the way, and right now the roster is one of them as they had a grand total of 16 rebounds. Uh, Jer- Jordan Geronimo himself had 13. We'll talk about him in a second. Uh, Trace had 19. Race had 7. Um, there were 5 team rebounds, 54 total. IU had 18 offensive rebounds. They had more offensive rebounds than Merrimack had total rebounds. It led to 21 second-chance points for the Hoosiers, They outscored Merrimack 34-8 to in the paint. Uh, Basically, this game more or less played out how I expected, aside from Merrimack throwing in some three-pointers that I did not expect. uh, This game was closer than it probably should have been, given how Merrimack had been shooting three-pointers coming into the season. So even in a 32-point win, It was closer than it should have been because Merrimack just hitting some low percentage shots. Geronimo, we mentioned, had a double-double. Really kind of showed what he's capable of. There's still a lot of work around the edges. Um, Not really sure what his best position is, probably as a a power forward. Um, He struggles shooting. He still had three turnovers in 21 minutes. But my, oh my, can he rebound. His mix of strength, size, explosiveness, instincts, uh, skill, IQ, all of that. He is a force on the boards. He had five offensive rebounds, uh, 13 total rebounds to go with 13 points. Uh, Awesome to see him get a double-double. Mentioned Trace and Race. They combined for 30 points and 16 rebounds. Huge games from both of them. Race only meant, or he did not miss a field goal, he only missed three free throws on the day. Uh, Huge game from him, had a couple nice finishes on some of those lobs. The best part is, Trace only played 23 minutes, race only played 19. Uh, Hoosiers went to the bench quite a lot. Uh, We saw Christian Lander make an appearance. Know there's a lot of questions about him. We're going to talk about him later in the week. We're going to have plenty of time to talk about a lot of stuff this week. With it being finals week, there's no action for either the men's or women's team until next weekend. Um, But a lot of the reserves played a fair amount on the night to mixed results. uh, Tamar Bates, his kind of typical hot and cold. um, Jordan Geronimo was all hot. And Rob Fennessy struggled. Again, he was not the first guy off the bench on the night, which he had been this season. Uh, From almost every game, didn't make a field goal, four assists in 16 minutes. There's some questions that I think we can discuss on him versus Christian Lander. uh, Because right now, based on Woodson's rotation, somebody has to be the odd man out. It's been Christian Lander, but some questions whether it should be uh, Rob Finnessy. For now, that's where we'll leave it. It was a big win, a blowout win, a comfortable win, even after that shaky first half Uh, it allowed me to go take a nap after the end of the game uh, because uh, you don't have to stress over that one at all so that was a fun win the more most fun win I would say of the night came later in the evening if you guys took a nap like me and woke up you got to watch Indiana just beat the snot out of Ohio State uh, in in women's action, we'll recap that one, which included a milestone for Mackenzie Holmes, that we will talk about first. Though I've been telling you guys about Prize Picks, and you still if you still haven't signed up, what are you waiting for? In addition to college football action, Prize Picks makes college basketball more exciting. Prize Picks is a leader in college sports daily fantasy. They offer more football and basketball props than anyone in the world and have the star players of the Power Five uh, conferences as well as mid-majors you might not have heard of. Price Picks offers any prop you can think of in basketball. You got points, rebounds, assists, threes made, so much more. All users that deposit and use promo code Locked On will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Free money they're giving you guys. You can play around with it this week. Get ready for the men's... Uh, game this weekend. They have WNBA on there. I'm not sure if they have women's college basketball. Uh, It's simple though. You pick two to five players, pick the over under on their prop and win up to 10 times your entry. They allow mixed sports entries. So if you want to pair an IU basketball game with a college football bowl game, you guys can go right ahead and do that. Uh, You can use the award winning app on both the app store and Google play. It's easy to make entries 60 seconds or less and they have safe and fast withdrawals. Don't hesitate. Check out pricepicks.com. Use promo code locked on or go to the App Store. Download the app today. Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Women's action later on Sunday, Sunday evening. There was never much doubt in this one. Whereas the men's game first half was a little shaky, there was no shaky moments. Uh, with the women's game, IU wins 86 to 66 over number 20 Ohio State. This was a good Ohio State team that IU was in Columbus facing, and they just beat them down. Uh, it was a 19 to 15 lead after the first quarter. That score was a little closer than the, most of the quarter was. Ohio State had a bit of a run to end the quarter. IU then had a 13-0 run in the second quarter, and it was curtains from then on. They dominated the rest of the game. Uh, Mackenzie Holmes got the Hoosiers started and finished by the end of the night. She had a career-high 30 points, 7 rebounds, uh, 13 of 19 from the field. Nicole Cardano-Hillary had a big second quarter when the Hoosiers went on that big run. She finishes with 17 points. Grace Berger is back in scoring, 21 points, 9 of 13 from the field. Safe to say that shooting slump is over. Hoosiers absolutely dominated in the paint. Uh, 56 points in the paint to 18 for Ohio State. It was very clear what the game plan was. It was to get the ball into the paint and take advantage of their size. IU's defense was just as good as anything else. Ohio State shot 36% from the field, uh, while the Hoosiers shot 58%. Indiana uh, only needed to attempt nine three-pointers, knocked down four of them. Um, it it really wasn't close aside from uh, that brief moment in the first quarter. Ohio State even knocked down 10 three-pointers, 10 of 19. They shot over 50% from three, and it didn't matter. IU for 17 turnovers, just all over uh, dominance. IU scored 26 points on those turnovers. Five of those turnovers for Ohio State came in the opening minutes. Uh, Mackenzie Holmes in those 30 points, she reached 1,000 points for her career. Uh, one of the best players in the program's history already. She is the 30th member of that 1,000-point club for women's basketball. She's only a junior. She has more time to add to that. She's going to finish high, high on uh, on some of those leaderboards for scoring, for rebounding, things of that nature. Um, but the Hoosiers were impressive as they have been this season. Again, that was a top 25. That was a top 20 team that Indiana just dominated. Um, they're now 2-2 two and two against ranked teams. Uh, they have the win over Kentucky where, uh, McKenzie Holmes set her career high per previously it was 29. Uh, she broke it against number 20, Ohio state. they are only two losses again to Stanford, uh, and NC state who are going to be two title contenders. And both of those were close games. Uh, that NC state game, the score got a little out of hand late, but the Hoosiers were in that game for three and a half quarters, at least maybe three and three fourths uh, of the game um so we will we'll see the Hoosiers they're they're going to be a force in the Big Ten they they, that was a statement win they had on Sunday evening it's going to be them in Maryland uh, that are going to be the top dogs in this conference it's going to be a must-see game it's going to be a while before the Hoosiers and Maryland play um but Hoosiers proved on Sunday night that uh, they are a force to be reckoned with. It is 11 straight Big Ten wins. Uh, the last team to beat them was Ohio State, dating back to the home game in Bloomington we talked about uh, on Friday's episode. That was the last time IU lost a Big Ten regular season game. Uh, they are on some kind of run in the Big Ten tournament right now, and this team is playing at as high of a level, I think, as it has off season. They've bounced back really well from that loss to NC State. uh, Picked up a couple big, impressive conference wins mixed in with that game against uh, Fairfield earlier in the week. So this women's team, again, I can't say this enough, guys. I know it's not a team or a program that typically gets a lot of attention. Watch a game. It was on Big Ten Network tonight. Uh, Big Ten Network was the place to be. Turned it on at noon and uh watched the men's game uh i'm sure many of you like me left it on for the purdue game and boy oh boy did they escape that game uh they did not play well for 35 minutes of that contest and uh force overtime and dominate trivia williams is a stud and uh, then we got to watch maryland florida maryland pulls off the upset and then the women's game was on to cap everything off. But again, watch this women's team. This is a a really fun team with five of the best players in program history that have been together for quite a while. The chemistry there on both sides of the court is a joy to watch. And they're really, really good. This is a, a historic team that is going to go down as one of the best IU's ever had. And they're in the midst of a really special run and a it's shaping up to be a really special season. So you guys can still get in close to the ground floor, watch this team, and get ready for the NCAA tournament, where this team, there's no doubts about whether they're going to be in the tournament, like with the men. Uh, this IU team is going to be a really high seed in the NCAA tournament. So can't emphasize enough to go check these ladies out. They absolutely deserve your support. The <laughs> Another program that probably needs some convincing to do Support after this fall as the football team, but my oh my, did Coach Allen and the coaching staff have a weekend on the recruiting trail? We're going to cover everything from the handful of transfers to the handful of commits that they got on Saturday and Sunday. They were a busy, busy, busy bunch. But first, let's talk for a minute about kicking things up a notch for the big game, the grand stage, the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 56 at SoFi is less than 100 days away. And on location, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is the only place to secure a once in a lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package to the big game. Select your exact seats and choose from elite experiences featuring an exclusive pregame celebration with college stars turned NFL legends Troy Aikman, Marcus Allen, Tim Brown, and more. Plus, accommodations at five-star LA hotels and food by the great Wolfgang Puck. Visit visit onlocationexp.com slash SB56 for more information or just simply search Super Bowl on Location. That's onlocationexp.com slash SB56 or search Super Bowl on Location. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, or even better than a candy bar. Built bar filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calorie sugar, net carbs, and fat. While staying high in protein, you get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. So many flavors, you'll have a hard time choosing. Will you have raspberry or mint brownie, cherry or double chocolate, my preferred favorite, cookies and cream, or peanut butter brownie. Bilt Bar gives you that extra fuel you need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. Or if you're just standing in endless shopping lines, Built Bar can give you that extra something to keep you going. Throw one in your jacket or purse. You never know when you're going to need it. If you're friends with Santa, well, tell Santa to throw a few Built Bars in those stockings. With so many flavors, they'd make anyone's Christmas morning a happy one. And if you like some of those marshmallowy treats around the holidays, uh, you need to get your hands on Built Bar Puffs. They're light, fluffy, and marshmallowy through and through. Different flavors, all covered in chocolate. Tastes so good, you won't believe that they're filled with protein. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order today. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Tom Allen had himself one hell of a weekend on the recruiting trail. Uh, The Hoosiers may have lost some of their mojo on the field. Tom Allen has not lost any of his mojo away from it. We're going to start with the biggest one of the weekend. Sean Shivers uh, commits to IU, a transfer from Auburn, uh, a four-star recruit to Auburn, really productive as a freshman. Uh, had his best season as a freshman, tailed off more and more uh, as he went at Auburn. This season, he only has 14 rushes for 87 yards, uh, 6.2 yards per carry, uh, but didn't get the volume. He did, however, catch 22 passes for 163 yards, by far his best season as a receiver. Transfers away from the program and lands with Indiana. Indiana who badly, badly needed him. Uh, Chris Childers announced he was transferring over the weekend. Stephen Carr graduating basically means that Shivers is going to come in as the starter. Uh, There's only a handful of scholarship backs on the roster. David Holloman, Trent Howland, David Ellis, who you might have forgot about, Uh, four-star recruit uh, Jabran Payne, excuse me. Plus, you have walk on Davion Irvin Poindexter. So Shivers is going to come in and probably have that starting spot on lock right away. But not the only running back recruit the Hoosiers landed this weekend. Josh Henderson, a transfer from UNC, also chooses the Hoosiers. Uh, He only had 209 career yards for UNC, 127 of those came in his freshman season. The difference with him. Shivers, I believe, may only have uh, two years of eligibility left um, with the COVID year, not counting. I believe he has two seasons left. Um, um, Don't hold me to that, but what I do know is Henderson has three seasons left. He only played in two games this season, which means he can redshirt. uh, Plus, he has the free year, so he has three seasons left. He is more of a depth signing, at least for now. Uh, coming into things. Uh, But the Hoosiers badly need depth at running back. That is absolutely certain. They were playing multiple walk-ons by the end of the season. So uh, even if it is quote-unquote just a depth signing, it's a big one that the Hoosiers needed. Then on Sunday, Sunday kind of afternoon, Jamari Sharp commits to Indiana uh, a three-star defensive back, cornerback out of Miami commits to the Hoosiers, Indiana's ranking in the uh, kind of team rankings for recruiting classes had dipped a bit until Sharp commits, took the Hoosiers from or up to 31st, I believe, uh, nationally ahead of Wednesday's early signing period. I was putting this outline together for the podcast and I thought, all right, that's enough. That is a full segment. We can talk about that, and I had, I was watching the women's basketball game. Literally, as that is going on, IU lands another recruit. This is the bigger one of the two. Four-star defensive lineman Vincent Sneed commits to IU, flips from Tennessee, uh, a huge victory for the Hoosiers. Um, he is from out of Winter Park, Florida. Florida. The Florida-to-IU pipeline stays alive. Uh, One of the, he is, I believe, sixth, yes, in the class uh, for IU, for recruits. Uh, So that took IU's recruiting class up to 27th nationally, heading into the early signing window. Uh, I believe it opens up on Wednesday. So at the rate (laughs) IU is landing people right now, uh, it is... It is wild. It's something, something to behold. Uh, obviously, the coaching staff. If you guys don't know the cook, you nobody on the coaching staff can like acknowledge anything with these recruits officially or anything. Tom Allen has a gift that he tweets out that is um, more or less letting people know that they just landed someone. It's him fist pumping on the sideline. That got tweeted so many times today that nobody was really sure uh, what. It was referencing. Everybody just kind of lost count. Uh, so I believe we're clear on everything today uh, as I record this Sunday evening. By the time you're listening to this, we may have three more recruits, but we're going to keep you updated this week. That is one thing that is going on this week. I'm going to try to talk to Locked On Auburn uh, host Zach, who uh, talk about Sean Shivers since he's probably going to come in. As a starter, we may talk to him this week to get a, a better scattering report on him. He listens. He's part of the the locked on listener base. So go give him a follow. Uh, he's promoted locked on Auburn out there. So big shout out to him. We'll get. We'll try to get Zach on to tell us a little bit more about Sean this week. But a busy, busy, busy weekend for Tom Allen. I didn't even have time to mention that Walt Bell was introduced as offensive co- coordinator. Uh, He had his press conference. There wasn't a ton from it. Uh, He hasn't even really watched the team. He said he landed, uh, watched a little bit of film, and immediately hit the recruiting trail. He got victories there if he played any role in any of those guys, so can't really fault him. He said when he gets back from the recruiting trail, he'll take a look at uh, some game film, get more familiar with the team. He did say that the staff is going to be held over from last season, so don't expect many more changes, it sounds like, with the staff. There weren't a whole lot more to change. I know a lot of people wanted uh, some change on the offensive line coach. Uh, We'll see, but I think a lot of that change needed to be with the personnel more than anything. So there's there's a long way to go on that one, but huge weekend for the football team. Rebuilding a bit after how poorly things went on the field in 2021. We'll see what type of impact that has. Thanks again, guys, for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. We'll be back tomorrow, possibly with Jared. Just talk some IU basketball topics. We're going to talk Finney and Christian Lander for sure. Uh, might just do some things that we know and things that we don't know about this IU program uh, because Notre Dame game coming up It's going to be a big one and then it's Big Ten play almost exclusively from then on out after maybe I think one or two non-conference games. So we're getting into the thick of it. There's a lot to like about this IU team, and we'll get a better sense on that. Now for your second listen today, head on over to Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for your gambling needs, hosted by your boy Q, and expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Appreciate the feedback. Uh, I want this to be a conversation with you guys. Thanks for showing us all kinds of love. Subscribe if you haven't already. Uh, follow us on Twitter, all that fun stuff. But most importantly, guys, have a great Monday in LEO.